Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Today we are joined by a very good friend of mine, and I love sharing with this soul who we often chat about the pulse of the community, the spiritual community, she with her clients and I with my various guests here on the show. And so our conversation today will give you two an update on the pulse of the community and what's happening Laser light clairvoyant Althea Provost is here with us again today. She's going to help you lose density and connect to your higher self. She's going to share what happens in that process and how she is here to truly empower star seeds, which if you're listening to this show, you are a star seed. Hello, Thea, and welcome to the show. Hi, Loren. Thanks for having me back to Quantum Conversations. I love this community. And hi, Starseeds. Hi, right back at you. Beautiful. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some ET stuff uh, and your experience towards uh, a little bit later in our show. But right now, we're really going to talk about the current energies on, on our planet and how we can move through them and how they are really assisting us to lose this density and lighten it up. So, Althea, please share with us, what does that mean when we say lose this density, and what does that involve for us attention-wise? So I call it density drop, and it's when you are taking lower vibrations that have been a part of your human component, your human uh, expression and it's just something that we get through the community through the socialization you know through um, just being here on this planet so things like shame blame uh, denial these kind of low vib vibratory fields that keep systems in place thought systems whether we created it or it's created um, you know for us or out there so these are things that are would be like keeping you in a system of lack 
so you don't have self-esteem or you're not pretty enough or good enough or smart enough and you know the list goes on right or you don't want to look at that sore because you're tired of processing and it won't seem to go away and you know how are you going to get through that well the energies that are happening on this planet i'm finding the light streams that are coming through both galactically and and through the heavy lifting of work that other people are doing on this planet um are giving that giving us a kind of like a vibrational shift moment where we can up shift into a new sense of who we are more easily than than going back to the program. So like the program would be like being a bird in a cage. You know, the bird only knows its cage, only knows its surrounding. And, you know, at some point in time, that bird has to decide to get out of that cage and find a new vibration, a new experience, a new um, a, a, an easier playing field. And so for myself, I had been working since Starseed uh, Australia for 10 months solid. That's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, nonstop clients. And with that amount of light coming down my central column, all the density programs that were in me, whether I knew it or not, started coming to the surface. So I found it to be like a knot, an energetic knot on my right-hand side of my body, and the light just kept pounding it, pounding it, pounding it. And so, you know, I just simply said, hey, I'm, hey, universe, I am open and available to that light being removed, you know, that density being removed from, you know, let the light come in. And a client of mine ended up doing some work for me that she called me for work, and then she channeled, and they basically it was a group from Orion, um, came in and just removed the block. But I felt at one with that vibration when she was working with me, so I was okay with allowing that exchange to happen. Now, for others out there, you know, what's happening is is when you're coming up to these heavy, heavy systems, you can simply begin to ask, you know, ask your higher self, bring me, bring me a person, place, and thing, you know, or just help me move this energy out of my being. I'm giving you full permission. I'm open and available for change to happen in my life. And lay it over. Give it over. Because right now we're ripe for change. We're really ripe to upshift into these new vibrations. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. And so... Um, you said you experienced a blockage in your hand, right? And we were talking earlier about accidents. I had an accident over the weekend. And uh, I was wondering, is it because I'm releasing something? And it's you had a comment to that where it's not like we have to suffer or injure ourselves. So go ahead and talk a little bit about that aspect. Well, we're coming out of an okay. We're coming out of a an archaic system that believes that you have to know what the problem is. You mm-hmm. have to identify the problem. You might have to suffer a little bit more in order to make it more real. And I just don't believe in those systems, to be honest. I don't think mm-hmm. that one minute more of suffering is needed. I don't think that you have to, you know, kind of spend years of therapy in in just to remove something that might have happened and inserted at some point in time in your evolution. Like, I'm a who cares, let's move on person. And so uh-huh. if you find that a block has come up and or that you lost consciousness at a moment or that in that moment of that accident you felt something but yet weren't willing to name it, 
mm-hmm. provide more clarity around it, stop and go right back to that moment and just say, wherever I was at that moment, I am now available to knowing that answer or feeling that response or having a more in-tuned and aligned understanding. Okay. So it's All not right. like it's writing you. You're giving yourself the opportunity to say, hey, I'm I'm open and available to, to know that. Okay, beautiful. Well, uh, you work with your clients. You said you've been going nonstop, and it is quite amazing. You do a ton, Althea, uh, a lot, and even the great masters are like, "That's a lot, girl." So, you know, I, I did reach that. out to peers, and they did say to me, uh, "You know, caution here." And so I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I was guided even on one day when I had a cancellation. Um, you know, I was like, "Okay, I'll take a rest," and my guidance team said, "No, and someone's going to call you. Take that client." And of course, that happened. And so it was meant for me to go through rapid acceleration of light into my body and to work with amazing clients in which to really, um, I would call it like a hyper-learning school. Like, for example, if I had a day in which I had, say, let's three clients, those three clients, no matter what, would be on the exact same topic. didn't matter. I didn't book them. I didn't set their schedule. They booked themselves. And let's say that they were talking about, I don't know, give me um, like one particular example would be they were talking about uh, children who have um, learning disabilities. And they would all reference the same teacher. And what would happen was in the schooling that the universe was providing me, I would get a client who was, let's say, at the beginning stage of discovering their place with the energy, and then someone in the middle, and someone who is more advanced. And so this would happen over and over for eight months. didn't matter what the topic was. I was seeing the evolution of the human into more of a resonant field with their I am presence. Mm-hmm. So it was good, um, but I did. I have gone down to two clients a day per my peers' recommendation and, and working with my higher self. But it was needed. That amount of light coming down my body was needed so that I can get through my blocks very, very quickly and and set some very strong boundaries. Some of them energetically was as I expanded by that much of light coming down my body. Well, that is fascinating. And really, because of the clients that you had, you were able to see that evolution of that process, of that awareness. So I just think that's very cool. Now, when you work with your clients, we're gonna, I'm going to go pretty much immediately here to our callers and take some questions. But what's it like? So you're really working with starseeds, empowering starseeds. What happens in sessions with you? What goes on? My gosh, it depends. So if I get someone who's at the beginning of their journey, although they're a master, and I look at them as a master, um, and I'm grateful, oh, my gosh, it can make me cry, it's like I will walk them through opening up their energetic field and exploring their energetic field. What's their gifts, skills, and talents that belong to them that are right to their own unique soul signature? What's their vibration feel like? What do they know what their vibration feels like? Can they tell the difference between their vibration and somebody else's vibration? What is it, you know, what is it 
what is it like for them to create a shield and understand why that why they're shielding, understand their perimeters around their their energy field. Someone in the middle might be, okay, I've got that system down, but I'm I'm working on some inner kinks here. I've got some blockages like I did or or you know, something's coming up and coming around again. Help me see it from a different perspective. Someone who's more advanced when they get to the advanced level, you're playing in pure magic. It is like there is nothing to hold on to. It doesn't matter how skilled you were, how long you've done the work, um, how many clients you've seen, nothing like that matters. You're dancing in pure waters of the infinite. There's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing, you know, it's like you're showing up and letting go of control. That is a completely different phone call and experience energetically. So with someone like that, we're working on um, vulnerabilities, innocence, things that require uh, you to be tuned in and tapped into that, that inner child of yourself and working in a congruent whole with a vulnerable, open heart. That means you open to what's coming in, you're feeling it, you're no longer in a denial state, you're no longer in a low vibe state, you're in a state of like, oh my God, did I just felt something that was so big on this planet and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so Would we're you working say... in that Go ahead. So that level of like I said, the door into swimming into the infinite, swimming in the infinite is vulnerability. There is no armor. You can't bring judgment, shame, ridicule, pain, criticism, fear. None of that can come with you. All that's left at the door. Empathy is your key. You're, you're moving in. You're, there's, you're feeling what your neighbor's feeling. You're feeling what's happening on Gaia. You're feeling what's happening in the universe. You're working in a state of vulnerability. Wow, that, okay, so it feels like it's so blissful. It is a state it of It is, bliss. because joy is the most vulnerable emotion that you'll ever experience. <laughs> it's joyful. There's nothing to hold on to. It's like your name, your, your, you know, your rank, your serial number, forget it. You know, it's like, here I am, I'm here. And your DNA, it's like trusting in that DNA. That DNA that you have is a unique soul signature. It's, it's unique to you and you only. And that is a passport. It will vibe to the universe and then turn on. And whatever gifts, skills, and abilities that you have, independent of me or anybody else, will come in. And those are meant to be seen, felt, heard, expressed, and I'll dare it, share. It has to be shared. Big time, yes. Okay, this is actually advancing, ascending into the fifth dimensional energies and new earth. And so it is being tuned in and tapped in with that inner child, with the open heart, and oh, feeling yeah. it. No honor yeah, and, and no judgment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and some of the things that come with it, like, you know, so language is our limitation. Our human language is a limitation. It's it's really based on kind of two-dimensional, you know, and now we're moving into that light language, and you see it coming out. Like everybody and their brother speaks light language. I don't, but I can decode data packets. 
And when I'm working with the client, say we're on a high-vibe call, you know, I'm seeing the data packets come down my central column. Um, they might be seeing it as well. Um, even if someone is at the very beginning, they're starting to sense it. They can feel the, the electricity coming down their system. You know, so they're feeling it, sensing it, seeing it, um, or knowing it in, in a way that they read it. But for myself, I don't speak light language. Light language is like lickety-split, fast uh, way to bring in hyperdimensional information. That's why light language is coming around this planet so quickly, and people are speaking it, because it's, it's faster than trying to decode it into, I went to the store, <laughs> you know? It's like one little dot is that language. It said, just said that sentence. And I was just, right before this phone call, I went and grabbed a newspaper that I had from the Wall Street Journal back in, two, let's see, March 1st, 2016. It was talking about the dying language of Cherokee. And I thought, oh, thank you, Spirit, for showing me this, because it says, it says, the language is so complicated that one word could form an entire sentence with prefixes and suffixes conveying who, what, and where something is taking place. And I think that it might be a dying language or that that's a perspective that may or may not be true, but what's happening is, is these old languages that were on the planet were multidimensional. One symbol said it all. One word said it all. And it's the exact same word when, I, when you're asking me about what it's like with my sessions. My my. Um, I am presence of my higher self, whatever you want to call it, source, will give me a one word. And in that one word, unravels someone very, very quickly. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, it is. It reminds me of the movie Arrival as well with the beings that were in that movie communicating. Uh, and then it also brings up to mind hyperspace which is multidimensional hyperdimensional and glyphs and this incredible use of glyphs which um I've experienced in my life and this will become more um of something in our world of an interface of a tool as well right. those glyphs and so you're working with them and that's what light language is I find it fascinating and I have heard stories of people beginning to speak it, but not only speak it, draw it as well. I've gotten some emails with people sending me light language, and they're like, what is this? I was, I just drew it, and it's yes. like, that's light yes. language. I Isn't have clients creating detailed maps, and I'm like, oh, do you realize that you're, like, you're drawing out the sector in space? Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, there, it's, yeah, it's wonderful, but I don't want to leave the people behind who are not having magical experiences yet, because we're all in it together. There is no difference, and I guess what I could say where this is leading besides all the mystical, magical, and it's fun. It's fun to, to talk about the high frequencies of, you know, evolution, you know, conscious evolution, deliberate co-creation. It's fun. But what is happening with people is that we're becoming empathetic, and that's exactly what we need. We need to feel empathetic so that we can bring compassion onto the planet, so that we can feel Gaia, 
feel each other, and that way, in that feeling process, we bring about new earth, because what's the point of hurting somebody else? You're hurting yourself. And so this is the evolution of where we're going, and it's messy. It's uncomfortable. Some people, like, want to hide, you know, but we can we can help each other cope with the sensitivity, hyper sense of sensitivity. When right after that naughty got, you know, knocked out of me, which is wonderful and blissful. And then, you know, I went through more uh, beings coming and assisting me. What happened with me is I felt so incredibly sensitive that I didn't even want to be hugged because mm. I was in that depth of change from one vibration to the next. And that, that frequency shift creates a sense of like almost like a wounded animal where it wants to go, you know, under the table or alone and kind of lick its wounds. I I felt that way for like three days where I was so sensitive that my shirt was too much on my skin. Wow. Okay. I know. part of the process of getting into these higher frequencies and, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy, but we have each other. Today, there's Mm. so much, so many people out there. We have each other. And sometimes it's best to just be aware of that, just to know that we're getting, I mean, I've heard the energies being described as itchy, um, right? And, or, or sometimes just fiery where we're just irritable with people, even our loved ones. And that's where I check out and go to bed early and just cry yeah. with a good dark, <laughs> right? It's one of my favorite things to say is the best thing to do is go take a nap. It's the reset. Mm, like everybody it. in my house were like, we're in reset mode and we'll all take naps because it's like <laughs> they're, that's the only thing one can do, you know, just yeah. like we do with a child. It's like you get to a point that the sensitivity is running too high, the irritability is running too high. And that's just that, you know, there's nowhere to go. But as we move into these hyper spaces, there is nowhere to go. Everything is seen. It It's not a place that the human necessarily leaps towards, but we're going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's fascinating to listen to you. And I know when you interact with our callers that your information and will help with all of us, you know, like feeling the vibration. I want to recap what you said there. You know, you really help uh, your clients tap into their higher self to feel their vibration. Um, you could, if you see someone who needs shielding, please share for everyone about how and why we would use that shielding. And, um, Yes, we'll be tuned in. I know it begins with an open heart, and many of the people that come to you do have that open heart. So let's see if we can get everyone here on this group frequency level. So we're going to start in Orlando, Orlando, Florida, and last numbers, or area code 407. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Annie. Thank you so much for taking my call. <laughs> sure. Hi, Annie. Um, hi, hi. Thank you for being there um, for all you do for all of us. Um, I was secretly hoping that I would not be called first to get an idea of what I would need to ask about because, quite frankly, I just kind of raised my hand and figured, well, oh, by the time they get to me, I'll know what to ask. 
Okay, good. The case. (laughs) Are you okay with Um, not having a question? Are you okay with that? Yes, yes, absolutely. Can you um, can you just allow me to work with you? Yes. Okay. Can you just if are you sitting? Can you put your feet on the floor? Absolutely. Okay. And just, like, lock your feet onto that fifth-dimensional earth. That's that high-vibe earth. And all we're doing is allowing you to stay stable in the field that I'm working in, just so that you can feel stable. And then put a bubble of protection all around you. And this bubble really is like your auric field, and it's just gathering you up, just gathering you up. This is all about you. So I'm reading you and you only, not your neighbor, not your friend. Just you, Annie. And do I have permission to work with your higher self? Can I get permission to work with your higher self, Annie? Yes, 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 most definitely. Okay. So I'm just looking at you right now, and I'm looking at your auric field. I'm just seeing how you show up with life and really what you're doing with your energy field. And right now they're just, hold on, I'm just looking. Okay, okay. So you are receiving your guidance, and it is coming in, and it's coming in like on spurts, like it comes in, it kind of moves around, it comes in, it kind of moves around. You're having to dance with it. And so a formal practice for you, I don't know if you're doing that, but when I mention formal practice, your your whole energetic uh, system starts to become more solid. So it's like a practice each and every day of calling forth your energy and bringing it down and into your body. So it's like I had a client who wanted some ener- some. She just wanted to work on some boundary levels. She was extremely grounded. She worked in the fifth dimension very easily, but she was feeling a little energetically raw. And I said to her, bring down the monatomic god light and let it go around your bubble, filling in any gaps, leaks, fissures, cracks, um, holes. And she said, monatomic what? And I said, bring down the goat's milk and just pour it around your bubble. And she said, oh, okay, great. And I watched her do it, okay? And what happened was she got real sick and real strong. And after the session, she called me and she said, I know you didn't know this, but I'm a retired goat farmer. And I said, I emailed her back and I said, the universe doesn't care what you use. It just wants you to use something that you like. And you are in that position right now, Annie, where you can start to decide how you want your relationship with your higher self. Okay. So you can you can create something, a practice that feels really right for you. It doesn't have to be somebody else's, although it can be. You're really at a point where you can call forth your energy in a way that feels incredibly fun. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. It does because I hear about people sitting down and meditating for endless amounts of minutes or that's the way it sounds to me and 
I, it just, that just doesn't, it, I don't like click with that. Right. And, and what I they're got, showing me with you is that you can literally sing it into existence. <laughs> like they're showing me you can just sing it. Like you're singing a song, like even if it's badly, that you're like, today I am now, like you can, I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to do this on, on live, yeah. but, but they're showing me that you have that capability. They said you can hum it. You can sing it. It's through your intention, and it's your intention that the universe will comply. Okay. So what okay. you were wanting, the reason you said I couldn't come up with a question, was because you didn't have a question. What you were asking for on a higher level was how do I show up and play with all that I am packing in my energy field? Mm-hmm. How That's do I right. access my energy field so it's right and true for me? Mm-hmm. And that's where you're at at this stage in your evolution. Okay. So just so find the, the method that that I feel clicks with me and do it regularly. And regularly. And so your higher self will just keep coming down into your body, which it's showing me doing. It's going to come down and fill you, and you're going to come to a center point. It's showing me that you will come into a center point, a balanced state in your expression. And you're just going to feel all right with who you are in the moment, who you are, how you're showing up. And that's going to bring in some support systems at the lower part of you for your walk where it's like, no, I'm okay, I got this. And you might even find yourself saying that, like, I got this, and you're singing it, right? So it's like there's this Mm -hmm. part of you that's going to become more in rapport with your natural state. Okay. I hope that helps you. Um, Yes, yes, tremendously. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Annie. You're welcome. Thank you, Annie. Okay. Thank you. More in rapport with your natural state. We will have you sing someday. <laughs> we should all be singing karaoke. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. All right. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Annie. Um, Althea, I, you know, I just, I feel that you, with what you do with your own energy and how you work with your clients in sensing the energy fields, can you talk a little bit more about sensing our accessing our energy field? What do you do? How do you do that? Well, unlike Annie, I sit <laughs> I sit and meditate. I go into great yeah. deal of stillness. Um sometimes it is it's in my still moment and um the majority of time it's in my still moment. Why? Because I'm having to wear a blackout mask and I look into the field. So I'm looking at it prior to manifestation. I'm looking at it in a sacred geometry, the sacred geometry that forms. So as I'm looking at uh thought forms form into sacred geometry, I'm kind of uh how could you say it? Um I don't want to use the word manipulation. I'm intending form before it becomes manifest. So it's we're going into some advanced teaching, but essentially what I'm doing is I'm looking at my energy field and I'm saying, okay, where is it that it's not flowing? 
All right, now on my right side, it's not flowing. I have some patriarchal stuff going on there, some belief systems that were inserted here in my walk. So let me go over there and start bringing some balance. Um, for me, I work with the triangle just because it has equilateral sides and works as a complete balancer. So I might work with my energy field in that way. Um, and I'm literally just opening up my field because within my field contains contains tools, tools that are unique to my soul. And if I can get to them by by becoming still enough, then I can begin to unravel them and work with them in a way that I can help others. So for me, it is about stillness and looking into the quantum field. But recently, I was told, do not rely on your clairvoyance. So now I'm relying on feeling body. I'm really allowing my feeling body to feel my energetic field. Sometimes I take my hand and I reach out and I feel around me. What's in it? Is it thick? Is it flowing? You know, where do I feel um, maybe some electrical pulses? What do I need to do with my energy field? And so this is just about a bit about evolution because I was born a clairvoyant. It's my natural state. It's my fallback. It's what I make my bread and butter. But essentially what happens is, is that, that they, my team will start to turn it off and then help me learn a new skill like, um, feeling or maybe instant knowing or work on my hearing. Um, so it depends on what's happening with my own evolutionary state. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for sharing on that. I know that so many of us as well are improving these innate abilities within us and they're, we're waking up to them and getting stronger at them. So uh, it's just fascinating to hear how you look into the quantum field. So with that, we're going to take another caller because it's best to see that with our uh, listeners as examples. Let's go to Annapolis, Maryland. You are unmuted. Hello, what's your name? Hi, my name is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. So what's your question for Althea? Well, I was wondering, do you do medical? Because I've had tinnitus for going um, five years now. I'm not a medical reader. I can certainly help you energetically, but I, 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 I don't do... I've never been good at naming parts on the body, but if you want, I will connect with you and see what we can look at. Okay, great. Okay, so just ground your body. Just see that fifth dimensional, either your root or your feet. It just keeps you connected. And then put your bubble of protection around you. It's just allowing me to see your energetic field. And do I have permission, Kathy, to work with your higher self? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to call forth your higher self to work with me today and really guide me. Okay, Kathy. Ooh, I can see you right away. Let's see. Let's see. They're showing me some shutdown energy with your field. It's really interesting. Mm. One moment, please. I believe that. <laughs> well, let's let's not believe that. Let's get that out. Ah, my gosh. Let's get the flow going here again. Okay, what's going on here? Yeah, I see that. Okay. Okay. 
All right. So since we're on a phone call and they're showing me kind of more than I can possibly do within this phone call, Kathy, what I'd like to see happen for you, and this is something that I'm just going to give you an overview, and then you can decide here, now, later. You you are a manifestor creator, so you can dissolve it. Anything I do, you can just like hit the reset button, go back to Cassie. So there's there's nothing here that is being done to you. Um, I don't work that way. Um, I don't fix you. But I'm going to give you some some tool skip, uh, skills and abilities right now that are showing up in your energy field that are right and true to you. Now, they're showing me a triangle within you. And what's happening with this triangle is it's going smaller and smaller and smaller, so it's a gateway. And so there's a gateway happening here. Let me see where it is. Interesting enough, it's happening at your throat. And in this throat, is it starting to open up your ability, your ability to speak the word, the word being your vibration. And so this is your your chance, your ability, post this phone call, to really kind of have an open-ended, open-aired conversation in the privacy of your own room, or if you don't have that, your bathroom, or someplace where you feel really safe and contained. And this is where you start to say to the universe, I am done. I am absolutely done with the constriction that I'm feeling within my body. I am done. And it's mainly on your right-hand side, by the way, that they're showing me, a program that tries to insert on your right-hand side. And you can just say, I am shielding myself from this program, and I am now allowing my higher self to flow down into and through me and to bring me the words that I can speak and share and start delivering my reality forward. So this is going to take you forward into some new energy fields. So just start to play around with that. Play around with your throat. You might get a, if you're starting to hit some, some, some areas that were painful. But just like, I am no longer willing to feel this anymore. Pain is not my method for feeling human. I am willing to feel higher vibrations. And I'm willing to go through the process of dissolving the old. And see where that goes. If you get stuck, email me. But truthfully, see where that goes because it's opening up for you. Okay, Kathy? It's it's funny because I woke up with a sore throat on Monday. Yeah, they're showing me. It's all your throat. It's opening up. And this is your ability to say what you want. And really have the freedom to say what you want. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Interesting. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. All right. Thank you to Althea again. It's so amazing to see you in action. Now I want to answer a couple more questions that come in over our chat line because this is a lot of um, what many people are asking about. And I would like to say you mentioned earlier that joy is being vulnerable. Can you share a little bit more about what it truly means to be vulnerable? Mm. Vulnerable is no secret. There's no hiding. There's no there's nothing left in your life story that will keep you from having um a life of fulfillment. 
a life where you feel good enough just as you are. What we like to say, warts and all, you know, um, <laughs> cellulite uh, for women maybe, or, you know, some type of body part that isn't appreciated or something. It's like you are who you are and it's perfect and whole. And that joy means you're no longer in this place where you're willing to be fixed. You were given, you like tap into that soul signature. I had the clients do this. They tap into their soul signature. They're like, man, I'm perfect. And I'm like, that's right. You were always perfect. You were created in perfection. And so all the human experience that's going to give you, you know, doubts and things, I still go through that, just things like that, they don't bother me as much. I understand it's just part of the conditioning down here. So joy is like, I'm going to be in this field, I am this field, I'm going to play in this field, and everybody around me who's not in that field and who wants to really say, don't be joyful, that's like crazy, you know, or to shut you down, it's like, you're just like, "Uh uh-huh, I understand, joy vibration, you know, feels awful when you're not in it, I get it, but I'm still going to be me. You know, yeah. even when I was crawling to my clients at the last month in June, you know, I went all the way to June actually, but in May it was quite heavy. I was crawling into my healing room. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, you know, a client calls and I'm like, hi, um, oh yeah, this is, uh, this is Althea. That's right. I'm Althea. I mean, I was so, you know, vulnerable in this state of, um, a newness and they were just laughing like okay great are you there i'm like let me ground let me you know let me uh-huh. let me go through the process too and it was like i still showed up even though i was in my most vulnerable state yes even though my heart was wide open and they could just say something like well i don't believe that or you know cruel i don't normally get cruel clients thank god but you know it, it, they could have and yeah. the thing is, is that my heart was still open, and I was just like, okay. Yeah, I'm open. Okay. I'm here. I'm here on this planet. It's safe. I'm okay. It's safe, and it's authentic as well. Yeah. It's yeah. authentic, yes. And yeah, and there's no, no shame story, and I've had... I've had them just like every other human on this planet. Um, yeah. You know, I've done awful things that I'm not, uh, not proud of. And, you know, I've had journeys where I didn't want my gifts and, and denial of my true self, and I've been there. And it's like even that I still show up. I had a, a phone call with Kay Howe, who I love so much. You had her on her show, and I said, look, there is no more excuses. We have none. There's nothing left. We can't go low vibe anymore. We just have to show up. That is such a good point. Uh, and let's take a moment and talk about that. Because anyone listening to this show, and everyone listening to this show actually, is here to, well, first of all, everyone listening to this show gets it, gets what I'm about to say. And secondly, we are the ones that must embrace it and must be the role model of it, the embodier of it. And this is to really be in integrity and to have a mindset and a heart set and a perspective from the higher dimensions of unity, compassion, sharing. These are all the vibrations that bring in 
what we're calling timelines, the optimal timelines, the Christed timelines. And so we're seeing in even the spiritual community, people are starting to throw rocks. Althea, you and I have even said, you know, if we could sing a song, it'd be, it is the season of the witch, right? <laughs> Where people are calling each other out. And basically, well, you know, I, yeah. think, I say this because personally, I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know, looking out at any form of media, alternative media is guilty of this as well. But anytime there's the lower vibration, like what you're talking about, blame, shame, or guilt, or pointing the fingers, and that, that is what we are not here to do. And so, really, mm. it's, it's Well, our you know what? Okay, so, so, Please, all right. Yeah. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, let's ruffle some feathers. You know, I had, I had some wings uh, wake me up and say, get up and get to work, Althea. And I was like, oh, I thought I could sleep in. I had a later client, and they're like, you know, okay. So, winged winds show up. So, I think Brene Brown nails it. Um, she talks about blame like no other. She says, when we're in a faulting process, essentially, she's like, we're looking for some semblance of control. Now, I'm talking about what here, what I'm showing up in, in magical perspectives is it isn't necessarily about control. It's about swimming in the field. But when we're in a place of blame, when we want to blame, you know, person, places, or things, what we're really looking for is oh, my God, everything's spinning out of control. I want control in my world. So let me assign, you know, who's who's at fault, right? Because if I assign it, then I don't have to feel the pain or even let's just call it the discomfort of, you know, what is happening on our planet right now. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, I don't want to feel it, and then I don't want to feel accountable because I'm just a small fish, and hey, I don't want to go to jail, or I don't want to, you know, stick my neck out, or I don't want to say something stupid like magical perspectives, and everybody's going to throw rocks at Althea, you know, look at this girl, you know, what's she talking about, right? So so here's the thing. So then it's like, well, now I'll just put my, my head down, I'll go to work, and I'll just not say anything. Right? Well, this is not what we're supposed to be doing or even what we should be doing. You know, what I do is I just say, okay, God, whoever it is that I can help, I'm open and available. Well, they know it. So what they do is, you know, they'll send me, I'll be going to buy dental floss and Target and to this day this happens and I'll have someone come up and they're like a corporate lawyer and next thing we're talking about we're talking about timelines and deep esoteric stuff and they're just like look I needed this conversation I was praying for this and I'm like here I am mm-hmm. because I'm in alignment I'm open and available to having whoever I need to serve whether they're paying me a buck or not you know I mean it doesn't matter it's like I'm open and available to helping those who are ready you are open and available available and this is all you have to say to the universe I am open and available if it's that if it's that coworker who's struggling or the my neighbor or you know whatever I meet in the course of my day this is this is doing the work we're showing up and sharing for each other we're sharing we're supporting the new earth we're supporting the new vibration yes yes we are and so there's you know there's a caller uh, or or a listener who shares an experience that 
you know, she woke up this morning. I don't have a name here, um, but she woke up this morning to a screaming mom. Her two-year-old child fell out the window eight feet down. Nothing happened. It was miraculous. The angels held her for sure. Uh, there's abuse in the family. She said she did go to the hospital with the mom, see? So she was there, and she was assisting that mom, stepping up. But she says that her stomach feels twisted. It brought up her own childhood, heart aches, and there's uh, so much violence and abuse on this planet, and they lost a loved one due to violence. So any guidance do you have for this beautiful one? Well, well since I don't have her name but I have her story, I'm going to ask, Higher Self, please guide me. I'm open and available and the highest and greatest good for this dear, dear being. Okay, so what they're showing me is the shielding of her right temporal lobe. And this might, um, so I understand that there's violence going on, but what's happening is, is that she is quite capable of creating and manifesting through her right temporal lobe. So her ability to conceive through imagination something better and greater than what she's in. And so if she could now start seeing in a way that's appropriate for her, they're showing me like a flower, a rose, something beautiful that's uh, unique to her, her, her soul. Um, if she can start seeing it protecting her ability to only see that which is appropriate for her, her ability to conceive something greater than what she's in. It's not going to make things magically go away, but what's what's happening is, is we don't want to tap into the field that is around her and then allow it to use her ability to manifest more, um, more incongruent energy. So she wants to begin to shield, shield her energy field, but also her right temporal lobe. Okay, the right temporal lobe. And in that's going to help her start to balance. So it's like, okay, there is violence. There's horrible things on this planet, absolutely horrible and horrific things that are happening on this planet. But in order to get to a place where you're in safety, you need to know where the door is. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you've seen everything around you. You are clear and grounded on what is around you, violence and, you know, inappropriateness. But now you can shield and start asking, where is my door? Where is my next step, right step that's going to take me and my child to a state of well-being? I am open and available to seeing that. She's a seer to see that. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. And this topic of shielding is helpful for all of us. Okay. Well, if you are ready for a special offer or a special session with Althea, you can check out her special offer and learn more about that. Right now, we're going to go back to our phone line, and this time, let's go to North Dade, Florida, area code 305. You're unmuted. Hello. What's your name, please? Hi. My name is uh, Marie. Hi, Marie. What's your question for Althea? Actually, I don't have a, really a question. I just want, I'm open to what my presence has, um, wants me to know. 
and uh, what she says is necessary for me to know. Okay, Marie, hi. Can you ground your feet on that fifth dimensional earth or higher? Just bringing your vibration up and put your bubble of protection, your auric field all around you. Immediately I start getting headaches. Are you getting headaches around your head? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. One moment, please. Higher self of Marie, please guide me. If you're welcome and open to working with the triangle, it's showing up in your head. That's just going to quickly balance your energy field within your head, um, really allowing your your unique soul signature color and sound, if you, if you don't know it, intend it, and place that in that triangle inside your head. And what's going to happen is you're claiming your head space as your own, much like the previous uh, person who wrote in but didn't write her name. Um, so essentially what you're saying is this is my vibration, this is my my field within my head, and this belongs to me. And I want everything that is vibing to me, that's unique to me, my color, my sound, my unique soul signature, to to start to harmonize in that energy field. And as you do that, what happens is is you're reclaiming that space as your own. And in that reclaiming of your vibratory field, they're showing me that your higher self will start to move down and into your uh, your headspace, and you can also bring it down into your heart. But you can start connecting with your higher self that way. What was happening is you were starting to get too many vibrations that weren't you. And it was starting to close down your crown chakra out of just a necessity of like, what is all this noise? Too much noise. So you want to get to this place where you're only vibing to your signature. Does that make sense to you? Yes. It starts to create a little headache because I'm moving a little too fast for you. You require actually a slower speed. And if I was to go slower on this phone call, it would take a little too long. So what I'm saying to you is I gave you a lot of information. Go back to the replay and listen. And at this point in time, listen to your vibration. Allow it to start resonating inside your head. And allow it to vibrate to the tune that is you and you only, and see if that helps you with your headaches. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Beautiful. Thank you. Ah, Thanks, Marie. Again, Althea, it's amazing to watch you work. So we're just going to go right on to our next caller. Um, I want to apologize. There's If I could say one thing um, that I meant to say, light language is actually going to be working with uh, Marie. I think it was Marie. Light language will likely start coming in, and they wanted me to tell her that. I'm sorry I didn't get to it. Go ahead. Wow. Well, Marie, I have unmuted you again. Um, Did you catch what Althea just said there about light language and you? Yes. 
Yes, I'm sorry. They told me that right at the beginning, but then your headache uh, constricted my (laughs) – see, I feel it as you do. So I felt the constriction right at my head, and I went right to that just so I could open up my crown. Because what's happening is is when I work, my crown is wide open, and it's it's locked onto my stream, my information. And so when I I connected with you, my crown went whoop and locked down into a tight uh, migraine. So I immediately went to um, unlocking that to give you tools and tips to help you unlock that. But I forgot to mention that immediately right when I when you said your name, they said light language will probably start coming down and working with you. So good for you. Okay. Thank you. So if you find yourself squawking, you know, don't feel embarrassed. It's just a part of the process. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, well, you've seen what it's like and what Althea does in sessions one-on-one, and it goes very deep. And so we invite you, if you're interested, to check out a session with Althea. And we have, um, oh, my goodness, over 30 people with their hands raised. We will not be able to get to everyone. I know. It's just amazing. Oh, I wish I could go faster. So on this 30 people, let's look at one moment real quick. On this 30 people, how can we provide them a blessing, universe? How can we provide them a blessing? Okay, so there's a commonality. We've got a life lesson of shame going on, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you can all see yourself as that bird in that cage and the only space that you know, much like the caller that didn't write in, who's like, oh, there is this violence around me. It's awful and there's pain, okay? So now we want to start opening the door. Opening the door, because what do you have to lose, right? So it's like, let's open the door. And like a bird, a bird has wings, so you can start flying out. And you can start to imagine a new vibration, a new field for yourself, something that is more than what you have, something that was given to you at, at, at birth but that has not manifested yet in your life, something that the divine said is yours and yours only. So it's like, let's start connecting to that yours and yours only, something that's unique to your soul signature, your sound and your color, something that only belongs to you and is your right, your divine right to have. And this is something that you can hold on to. Why? Because it was given to you by the divine and the divine only. So connect to that. Touch upon that. Allow that to be your call out of the cage and allow that to really say, hey, I'm here for more. And whatever that more is, I'm willing to discover. I'm willing to discover it. And I'm willing to take an action step. And maybe vulnerability is part of what it takes. I'm willing to be vulnerable. I'm willing to be open-hearted. I'm willing to share my story. I'm willing to step up to courage. I'm willing to speak my mind even though my throat might go, I'm willing, I'm willing. And maybe I'll only share it with people who are like-minded. Or maybe I don't have those like-minded people, but I'm willing to call them forward. Or maybe I'm willing to just tell it to myself today and only today. But at least I'm willing. So we want to move away from shame. Shame is an old vibration. It belongs to the human body and mind. It doesn't belong to your spirit. Not once, not ever. It's a human reality. So the only difference of when I feel shame and I felt it in my life is I can speak it. I can say this happened to me, but it isn't who I am. And I can break the cycle. And so can 
Thank you. Helping this collective group more than just who has their hands raised, breaking that belief system and that programming, ditching it, getting rid of it, dissolving it, obliterating it. Okay. Well, beautiful. I want to turn our conversation in the in the final moments here to a conversation more coming in from our listeners. Uh, and this is going to be on star seeds and also um, what you yourself know about yourself, Althea, because it is quite fascinating. And I want to direct people to uh, an earlier conversation with you. We'll return it to our archives about uh, you have remembered something about you, an aspect of yourself, and it's very interesting. So let's start with you explaining a little bit about um, how someone would know if they are a star seed, and if you have any indication of what is a current age of most star seeds. These are common questions from our audience. I don't have the authority to speak for starseeds. Star star seeds must speak for themselves in terms of knowing. And knowing is something that comes from knowing who you are. It is not an intellectual knowing. It is not something that you read in a book. And it, I mean, you might have, but it might trigger that. But ultimately, it comes to knowing your vibration. So I always knew I came from the stars since a child. I would look up. I knew I was on an assignment. I knew I was here to write a book, which I am now doing. I, I knew that I was supposed to do all this stuff and then some, but I had to walk the human journey. I had to go through plain, you know, shame and plain, pain and all the things that are part of the human experience in order to speak about it with authority and experience. Now, in terms of star-seatedness, I have always known that I came from the stars. This is a knowing and it, that is unique to my vibration. It isn't something that oh, I read a book and all of a sudden, hey, this is who I am. No. So a starseed knows in the caliber of who they are, how they're coded, their DNA. They can relate to things that are not necessarily planetary-based um, on Earth, they might have knowings of other planets, um, knowings of evolution of other planets, knowing of uh, DNA uh, evolution, how DNA takes place. There's things that are specific to star seeds that star seeds know. Now, in terms of knowing that I was a gray, I I did not know anything about ETs. I, I hadn't like uh, did research on them or watched shows or anything like that. I had asked for my uh, starseed. I had asked for which race that I work with or belong to and was shown in a dream sequence that I was a gray. It was very painful to me because they showed me that in this dream sequence that they were taking people up on ship and changing their DNA, helping them to evolve into a more emotional, emoting um, uh, human, human and um uh, correcting some things that they had done by eliminating the emotional factor. It was like an experiment. So what happens, what keeps people from evolving in planets is their emotionality. If you're stuck in shame and blame and guilt, well, you're not going to know that you're greater than that. And that's a low vibration. And as long as you're stuck in those vibrations, you can't upshift into receiving higher vibrations, receiving more of who you are, because it's too dense. So at one point in the experiment, 
they had eliminated emotionality. In that sense, what they did was they they had knocked out their ability to have a full-bodied experience, and they realized the folly in that. So they came back retrofitting the DNA to bring back emotions, but let's bring it back into balance. So I'm feeling shame. I'm really feeling shame. It's locked into my system. Let me unlock it. Let me get into a a more open experience. So we're in that process, that cathartic process now. So I had to go back and remember all that. It was painful for me. Now I have moved through that and onto understanding more of what I was as a gray. I had worked with earth energies. I had taught people how to harness earth energies to bring in more power on the planet like we do today with solar, solar panels. I was working with with wind. Now, these are all things that I've done as a gray, but I'm not a gray. I've had gray experiences, but I've also been a Lyran and many other things. I've, I've worked with praying mantises. I'm sure I've been a reptile at some point in time, too, because those are the lower vibrations. We're looking at the first three chakras. You know, I want, I, I see, I take, I, I destroy if I can. Not saying that every reptilian is that. I'm saying that, that we're, we're working out at this planetary junction what what those vibrations needed to do to evolve. So we're going into evolution. So like the greys worked with emotionality, we're bringing that back online. You know, maybe the reptiles were more, um, you know, lower lower vibration. Now we're bringing them back up online. We're all coming into a love, those who wish are coming into more of an evolutionary species where we are working as one. Because, frankly, wars, things like that, whether it's galactic or here on the planet, is all based on separation. And it's old. It's old. It's archaic. No one wants to go there anymore. At least I don't. We are right there with you. It is. It is old. We we want this uh, higher frequency. Your story is fascinating, how you awaken to that gray heritage. And it is very interesting you are human, you're here, but you remember that aspect. And this is what we all are here to do is remember these various aspects that we've all been in our own personal journey of evolution. So thank you for sharing that. Now, you've also mentioned that you have had direct experience with embodied star races. Can you share a little bit about that? Who, who did you recognize these to be? Well, you know, originally I opened up my business called Energy Balancing Therapies back in 2005, and, you know, I was just open-hearted, willing to serve in the way that I was. I think I was doing Reiki. I was teaching dowsing. I was sitting there across from clients and doing some energetic work to help them release, you know, past timelines and, and things that were whatever kept them stuck. I was there just sitting open-heartedly, willing to work through them. And at that point in time, what was happening is I was getting a sequence, again, a sequence, of clients coming to me, um, you know, I didn't advertise, it was word of mouth, and they were coming to me to sit across from me, and I'd look at them, and I would see all these star races, right? I mean, I was seeing races I don't even have names for, and I would see all their embodied selves, and it was just like, whoa, <laughs> and you know, I, and this is back 
back in 2005, and I'm saying to them, um, okay, well, I have a policy. I just say what I see. So here's what I'm seeing, and I, I can describe it to the best of my ability. And sometimes it would come so fast, there'd be flashes of it, right, like just boom, 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 and I, I couldn't keep up. And sometimes it would be slow enough where I could say, okay, I can see this person, this person's wearing a collar and this shield and this emblem and this blah, 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 and I'd share it with that. So it started like that back in 2005 and and what happened was is they were preparing me to see that we are more than the human vessel that we are more than just being you know one race or multiple races and these were like cfos or you know i mean i had i at the time i was working with like priests i mean <laughs> i had like a lot of people from a wide swath you know mothers um and so i was seeing all this happening and you know, of course, I got a little bit of shutdown, like, okay, and polite, you know, like, okay, moving on, don't want to talk about this. But I kept open, I kept my heart open, you know, to knowing more. And then as I started to explore more of my ET self or more of that ET things, what happened was is I was meeting people who were comfortable being embodied. And in their comfortableness, I could see their full figure um, without it flashing by, like a, a quick movie reel, you know, film real i would be able to see it in slow motion and so i could say ah i see that you're you know you're a gray or you're a reptile reptilian or you're a palladian or whatever you think and it isn't as black as white as that anymore they they have moved me out as naming the races now they're like you know it's it's like vibration only how are you showing up and using your vibration how are you using all that embodiment how are you evolving yourself that's where it's going. But the fascination I know, people want to know, hey, am I a Pleiadian or hey, I'm this or that, you know, um, that helps because they're looking for, again, you know, um, something to to know more of who they are. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, again, I'm going to point you back to magical perspectives, which is we're going to go into that sea where there is nothing to cling on to, not your identity. Not any of that, just your vibration and how you're showing up. It's just your vibration and how you are showing up and you have your finger on the pulse of your own energy system. So I invite our listeners, we've got some questions coming in saying um, Althea's uh, special offer, uh, it is back on, it is not sold out, please refresh your screen and you can get your appointment with Althea. Now, you did say that you're only taking a couple um, uh, appointments a day, which is good for you, but uh, those who want that appointment, go ahead and do that because you are open now and those are filling up. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Althea. Uh, you're just, I, I see what you do, and I know that you're going to be doing perhaps even some group work um, because your time is, you know, there's only so many hours in the day and you were helping so many people. And earlier this year, we took a trip and, you know, you were talking about how you kept seeing the same themes show up um, with the clients. They'd say the same thing. And that's how we got to a dolphin experience. And those dolphins really helped power you up for your oh. clients. Right. I mean, so here's what the dolphins and the whales 
yes, here's what the dolphin that came through client. Yes, dear old Maggie, mm-hmm. oh we love her. Um, she, you know, she basically I'm, we're in session and she just kept inviting me to this dolphin experience and I said this session is all about you. You know, it's not about me. You know, you're paying me. She goes, so are you coming? Well, eventually, yes, I did. I I did go and I invited Loren at the last minute who was able to get in and we went to, you know, Kona to swim with the dolphins and the, once I got into the water with the dolphins and um, the first thing they said to me the time is now there is no more waiting there's no more hesitation there's no more lack pro- program that you can run there, you know there's nothing left for you to 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 stop you from stepping up and stating what you're doing and helping as many people as you can period and they said time is now and this goes out for everybody it's what i'm hearing from the universe and so mm-hmm. So here we are. We were there, and you know it was it was a Joan Ocean event. I'd never been to Joan Ocean. You know the dolphins were so high vibe, and 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 Loren had it down. She's like, we were in such a high vibe that in the evening we were supposed to do these ET events. And I thought, okay, well I should go. I paid. You know I should I mm-hmm. should go. And Loren's like, no, I'm so I'm just so high on life right now. I'm just going to stay. And when I went to go get out the door, I couldn't get out the door. Right, the door wouldn't open. Loren, who's a strong jammed. woman, went. <laughs> yes, and Loren went, and she couldn't get the door open. Then I yelled out the window for Maggie, who is a strong client. Right, upper body strength. She comes over. She can't get the door open. We're taking a, a knife and jimmying the door to get me open. And then by the time this all happened, I thought, okay, wait a minute. You know what's going on here? This is so strange. I've never been stopped from going to anything. And so I got downstairs to get in the car with Maggie and another beautiful being, um, and and I heard no. And I thought, okay, I am not meant to go to this ET event. You think they would want me to be there? No, they did not. Why? Not because the, vi- the vibration was a mismatch to where I was. I was in joy, and they wanted me to stay in joy. And the information that they were providing wasn't in resonant to my field. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want me in that field. Yes, fascinating. It is so true. And then so instead, we were able to have a discussion late into the night, and we woke up the next morning and just continued it onward. And so this is uh, this is what it means to really pay attention and not override our intuition and to really go forward in our evolution. We can understand secret space program ETs because we have to help other people understand it, but we need to really also live in this newness and create in this newness and anchor in the new earth positive timelines. So fascinating. Thank you for sharing that story. Uh, I was saying that just those dolphins and hearing the sounds of the dolphins, it was just so exquisite. And what I learned is that uh, the the dolphin experience in person is right there. It's tangible. But there's so many other ways that we can connect with dolphins. And it comes in meditation. They do join us. We just have to call them in. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but it's just a beautiful reminder. And I love how you're totally on the mission of joy and you're totally on to that. And so you help so many others do that as well. So thank you, Althea. Uh, as we say goodbye today and wrap up our conversation, I want to give you a moment to say any words of inspiration as we say goodbye. Oh, it's going to come 
come down to trust. Trust the process. Those that you're meant to serve will come. It's, it, that, that is something I have always understood. Those who you're meant to serve will come, and those that will hear you will know. Trust the process. Beautiful. Well, Althea, Provost, your special offer is available. I know that these do sell out, but in the moment they're not sold out. So refresh your screen if you see a sellout and get yourself a session with Althea. We thank all hearts for joining us, and we hope that you too can find it with ease and grace to tune in and tap in. That will show you your mission. As Althea said, it's this inner knowingness that we're tapping into. It's always within us. We can override it, but there's going to come a point where someday we need to trust it because it is our inner compass. So Althea, until next time, namaste. Namaste. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart where we can Stomp our feet, move our bodies, feel our energy field as we go across the universe to the collective cosmic heart. Namaste.
you too for listening and sharing in this space today. We leave you now with music from the universe, literally sacred geometry of music, as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com.